0: I'm Kero O'Shea. I'm the convener of Membership Voice, which is all about helping our membership specialists in Rotary share ideas and the like. I'm really pleased to introduce tonight's presenter, Beck Fry. Beck is a member of the Rotary Ear Club of Silicon Valley and is also the founder of a new online Rotary Club in Australia. She knows what what works in terms of engaging members uh, remotely. And so tonight she's going to be sharing some ideas and options, bearing in mind that you know your team. And so applying, bringing these ideas in and using them as a basis of working out what you do with your team. Is re- it's really, really important to apply that local touch too. But Beck brings a huge level of uh, ex- relevant experience to this. She's been in nonprofit leadership for over a decade now. Has served in several senior Rotary and Rotary Act roles, including Chair of Act Australia. Beck currently sits on the Rotary International Strategic Planning Committee. She's one of the co-founders of Rila Oceania, which is a f- fantastic initiative. And professionally, she works in corporate strategy and local government, where she's uh, where she brings her strategic expertise into play. But I'm delighted to introduce Rebecca Fry.
1: Thanks so much, Caro. And uh, so firstly, thank you for the opportunity. Uh, it looks like we've just hit the 50 participant mark and I wanted to um, basically Take my hat off to everyone who has joined tonight. Um, I appreciate that uh, everyone's going through a lot of different challenges at the moment, uh, likely in their personal lives, for some in their work lives, um, and you know there's a lot of uncertainty around. Um, but it's great to see that there's so many people who are keen to look at how we can maintain momentum um, through our organisation of Rotary. Um, and to be honest, I think there's a huge opportunity here as well. Rotary is based on community service. We're a community service organisation. Um, and, you know, it's really times like these where uh, community service really comes to the fore as well. Um, so I wanted to uh, just start. Uh, so Caro, um, you know, provide a bit of background about uh, me. Um, I just wanted to do a quick shout out that ACT Australia is also hosting another um, webinar tonight um, and that will also be recorded so in terms of other resources um, there's a lot of different groups that are trying to provide this level of support at the moment um, and I think the way um, that just building on what Kerry said you do know your clubs best You'll know the capacity um, and appetite of your clubs the best in terms of developing um, solutions that will work for them. I'm going to provide a lot of different options tonight, um, and that isn't intended to overwhelm. Um, It's intended to provide a taste of different things that may pique your interest. Um, And if then there are certain elements that you'd like to explore further, um, we can look at uh, developing some dedicated. Uh, sessions in and around that but I think as a starting point it's really just good to get people thinking um, about um, how they can develop the solutions that will work for their clubs rather than just providing instructional guidance to say this is exactly (laughs) uh, because what will work for one club won't work for another Um, and you'll see that as well so I am currently in an e-club the Rotary e-club of Silicon Valley Um, but that uh, e-club works differently um, to the new pod that I'm starting, works differently to a lot of traditional um, e-clubs as well. So we'll start to see that there are a lot of different options um, and that will serve you well in terms of tailoring things. Now I just wanted to start with a reflection piece. Um, so for those of you who um, can find um, the the comments. Um, This is one of my favorite quotes, which I feel is really important at this particular time, just given, um, yeah, the level of uh, uncertainty. Um, So the quote is, never doubt that a small group of thoughtful, committed citizens can change the world indeed it is the only thing that ever has Um, and the reason that I want to flag that is because each of you here are representing whether it's your club whether it's your district um, you know whether you're here as an interested member who wants to just help your club Um, and I just wanted to highlight the power um, of what uh, you can actually do um, as an individual and as as collaborate as people who collaborate in that sense Um, what I wanted to do just quickly in the chat was to get an understanding um, of uh, why you are here? So, um, is it that um, you are looking to hold the fort until um, you know you can start to meet in person again? Um, is it just to try and continue some social engagement? Um, is it that someone said we need to we've got this problem um, now that we can't meet and we need you to solve it? So, are you like a, an allocated person to attend um, this meeting, or what are you basically looking to hope to get out of tonight? Holding the fort is something I'm seeing. Looking out for each other, which is good as well. Holding the fort, continuing connection. Okay, all of the above. (laughs) Broadening knowledge, hearing alternatives to doing service, keeping members engaged, continuing to connect, Zoom and communication. All right, so lots of common things. Looking for good ideas is one that's out there as well. Um, So I think, you know, there's a lot of common themes there, which is good to see. Um, And all of those things will be touched on tonight. So I can assure you that by the end of um, this meeting, you'll have um, some good places to continue to move on from here. Now, I think a mindset element's also um, really important. A lot of um, clubs have had to cancel events, districts have had to um, change their conferences Um, and many of you would have seen today that Rotary International has had to cancel um, or postpone or cancel um, the Rotary International Convention. Um, So, you know, we are, um, you know, all all feeling this, um, this element of, yeah, we'll say disappointment, um, but let's use that as energy to shift into determination to keep things going, to keep our communities going um, and to continue to uh, connect and keep ourselves going in that sense as well. Alright so what specifically will we cover? So I will touch on meetings, Um, I'll touch on the social connection piece, we'll specifically delve into projects, leadership development is also something uh, that we'll look at, Um, maintaining inspiration and then we'll head into next steps and references. So I just wanted to give you an indication of where we're headed tonight. So meetings. Obviously meetings are a huge part of what we do in Rotary generally. Um, we've come from a meeting-based organisation where clubs were mandated to meet weekly um, over a meal, um, you know, with a guest speaker. So meetings are really a core part of, of what we do. Um, and a lot of that has changed over the years, but at the end of the day, we do still tend to meet Now the reason that I ask why are we meeting is because that will actually change um, the types of solutions that you'll look for. Um, So, if you understand what the meeting purpose is for the attendees you can start to develop a suitable uh, digital solution so zooms one of those examples but there are many others um, as well which you'll start to see Um, the other thing is it that you're holding is your meeting a club meeting Um, is it a district meeting are you trying to keep a project going Um, and like I said are you holding the fort or can um, keen to explore online options or all of the above Um, So things that our meetings tend to include. So we've got social connection. Um, We know fellowship is a huge value of Rotary um, and meeting face-to-face, you know, often people say there's nothing like meeting um, face-to-face and, you know, even just having those opportunities to talk to each other before you have a meeting, catch up. Um, And, you know, in some circumstances, I fully um, acknowledge as well that this is, uh, you know, it's a weekly social event for for people as well that is underpinned by service. in terms of projects, do we have projects that need to continue to move during this period? Um, do we wanna actually look at new projects that might be relevant to what's happening in the world with COVID-19 at the moment? Um, often we have a guest speaker with our meetings. Sometimes that's just for inspiration um, in terms of learning a, a new um Element about an area that we didn't know, whether it's a profession and vocation related, um, whether it's actually hearing about a really great project that maybe your club has been involved in, um, and there's also the professional development element as well, such as running a meeting, writing minutes, um, and uh, maintaining and managing people, and then combination. So a lot of us have said combination um, is you know what we're looking for, um, but I would really encourage you to. Um, understand from an individual perspective and also with your members if you look at that list and maybe you've got a couple of others as well what is the order of priority of those different elements And the reason that I say that is because there are different solutions that will be better for maintaining social connection um, compared to different um, tools that are relevant for maintaining projects, for example. So I think that the why is really important and shouldn't be undervalued. Um, And I would highly recommend as individuals, um, and like I said, and as your club, work out what are the most important things um, to you at this point in time. So if we start to look at digital solutions just um, as a starting point, what I want to do is go through different digital solutions um, and then we can start to go into how they're actually used in practice for the things that I've just listed. Um, So I'm going to start in most of these circumstances from the easiest option to a more complicated option. if you get to a point where you feel as though um, it, the the content's gotten um, too complex, um, then I would just, you know, hit pause and focus, like, yourself, and just focus on the things that do make sense um, because we will be coming back and, um, and focusing in on those elements specifically. I just wanted to basically provide a range of things from, like I said, the easiest to the more... Um, complex because the more complex um, systems do actually enable greater integration. So I think it's important to cover all things, but I'll try to go, like I said, from easy to more complex. So the first uh, system that I wanted to talk about is WhatsApp. Um, So WhatsApp is a messaging service. It's a messaging app um, that works on your phone. Um, And essentially it's very similar to just sending Text messages on your phone, um, but what it enables you to do, if you can see here, is you can actually create groups. Um, so this says Whitman's chat and Stewart family and and lunch group. Um, it's the weekend. So what you can do, if there are a lot of Rotary clubs that actually use this, uh, generally speaking, um, and you could have different um, groups in here for your Rotary clubs. You could have a general one where everyone. Um, is messaging, but then you could also have additional ones which might be community projects, um, you know, international um, projects, um, just for fun so that, you know, you can still share like jokes or sergeant or things that you could do. Um, But basically it's a single app. It's just like messaging. You can share photos, you can um, record your voice. um, And in terms of just staying Connected at a base level. It's the most similar to anything that's currently on your phone That's the reason why um, I've shared whatsapp in that context Um, Kara given the amount of things that we're going through um, and The sequential order did you want to take questions as we go in some circumstances? Or do you just want me to push through
0: well, I think pushing through is better uh, because we can always backtrack and look, if people pop the questions in as you go, but yep. we deal with them at the end. Because I think otherwise, if we get to something that's really popular, um, we could actually, could, could really disrupt your flow. Yep. So let's let's keep going. Yeah, uh, to encourage everyone to pop, pop their questions in as they think of
1: I agree with that as well. And the thing that I'll say is the um, purpose of this talk is not to, like I said, provide you with all the, sol- um, you know, an all-encompassing solution to understand how to use each of these platforms. Right now, it's purely um, a, a reference point or a very like a starting point to look at what you can explore in your own time, and also then what we can get further support to explore together. So. WhatsApp is essentially a messaging service um, where, like I said, you can connect in with each other um, as you would a normal on a normal phone. So it's like messaging on a normal phone. Um, it just gives you the advantage that you can group things a little bit more effectively. Now a Facebook group um, is another platform that's really good from a social perspective. I do have an example um, of our um, so this is, the, this is a photo of the Rotary E-Club Silicon Valley members only Facebook group. Um, so we have a Facebook page, which is our external page that we can communicate to anyone, but our members only group is just for members. So you'll see um, at the time that this shot was taken, which was February last year, um, there were 34 members um, internally. Um, what we have, what I have here is an example of, um, so this is our new rotary club and this is the group that we have just for our new rotary club. It's a private group. You can only get access if you request access to this group. Um, so we've got 252 members in here at the moment. Um, and what you can do it's very it's just similar um, to Facebook um, in terms of creating posts and the like Um, but it gives you an opportunity to talk about different things this talks about we're looking to charter soon Um, we've then got things like um, the Rotary Eco of Silicon Valley held a webinar on Monday which I'll show you where you can find that recording so I just let everyone know that there's this webinar that's coming up so it's a good way to share information um, in a way that is still contained to your members um, and allows you to chat and connect to each other and obviously one of the advantages is that Facebook is get um, you know more and more commonly used these days my nan is on Facebook because she you know she knows that that's a great way to stay in touch with me um and so a lot of um you know older people are um getting on Facebook which is great and the benefit of a platform like this is it's um very familiar um, and it just allows you to stay connected on a whole host of things. You can share articles, you can share videos. Um, so it's a good way to, to stay in touch um, and it's a good way to do calls for action as well. So when we want to do something in our club, we can write a post here to say, this is, this was what we wanted to do for International Women's Day. Um, so yeah, we say we're looking for five to 10 volunteers to send us in a photo um, for this campaign. And so we have people say, yeah, I'll, I'll be part of this. Um, so it's just highlighting um, how you can stay engaged and active um, even but just by using a internal private Facebook group Now the next thing I wanted to talk about was Zoom meetings. So obviously you're all on this Zoom meeting tonight and congratulations if it's your first Zoom meeting. Um, Zoom meetings are effective if you want to uh, catch up with a number of people at once to talk about the same thing. Um, They can be used for socials. They can be used for um, formal meetings. They can be used to um, manage projects if you have a project team. um, There is a Few training sessions that are being done at the moment specifically on setting up zoom meetings how to host them how to run them Um, and I do have a link to one that's being run tomorrow at the end of this talk Um, but given that there's a lot of focus on zoom at the moment um, I will rather than deep diving just on zoom we'll keep talking through some of the other options and then we can come back to questions at the end. Now, there's three other things that I wanted to talk about. So one is newsletters, one's, one is blogs, and one is portals. Um, so, in, and again, these get more complex as we as we go. So from a newsletters perspective, um, you probably have all received um, what's called a ma- So the program's called MailChimp. You've probably actually all received a MailChimp um, email before, but not realized it. Um, And basically MailChimp is a program that allows you to easily create um, dynamic, attractive, interactive newsletters. Um, So I know a lot of Rotary Clubs that I go to still do a newsletter. For some of them, it's a Word document that they email around. Um, But with something like MailChimp, you can actually insert videos, insert pictures, insert hyperlinks, um, So this is a newsletter that we created when we were running Ryla Oceania. Um, We wanted to say, you know, our website's now live. So um, if you clicked on the link, then it would bring up our website straight from the newsletter. So there's our our lovely website. Um, Similarly, we talked about um, applications are now open. So if you clicked on the applications um, icon, it would take you specifically Um, to the apply now page Um, we didn't have any videos for this particular one but you can insert videos as well Um, and it also gives you the opportunity for people to subscribe um, to your mailing list as well Um, so instead of you having to keep a manual list people can actually sign up um, which means that new people can join all the time which is really easy as well Um, so yeah Um, people can, you know, we had a contact us link here as well. So it's just a really easy way to push information out in, like I said, in an interactive way. Now, the next thing I wanted to talk about was blogs. Um, And the reason that blogs is valuable is because um, blogs are actually a way that you can create quite a traditional rotary meeting. Same with Zoom. Um, So for context I'll use Zoom as the example first. Um, Zoom actually enables you to run your traditional meeting exactly the way that you would normally run except that it's online. So you can have, um, if you you would create an agenda just in the same way that you've previously had an agenda um, and you'd say great so the first thing is we'll have a welcome from the president so the president will talk first. We'll then have um, you know an update on um, you know what's been happening in our community projects. Maybe you do still have youth exchange um student here or you um you know have um you know a a rotary alumni person that you want to engage with so you can still have them come um and talk at your meeting as well you can still have a guest speaker they just speak online um, and you can still um you know have that that joke time and fellowship and the like as well um, so just like a normal meeting, except that you're all on video. Um, now the rotary Eclo Silicon Valley also has a very, um, I'll say traditional meeting format in that, um, we have, so you'll see a president's message. We recognize people's birthdays. We have some jokes, we have some inspiration. We look at members, um, If you come down here we do have where it says this week's program that's where our guest speaker is but the format of this um, so it's a little bit more static is that all of the elements of our meeting are just in a running blog And there are really easy blog templates that are online as well. We can provide some more support around this if you think that this is an attractive option. Um, But if you jump online to the Rotary Eco Silicon Valley and click attend meeting, um, you'll just see the content that they've got. So Shavako is our president. So he's recorded his, um, his, welcome. Um, We do a recording of the four-way test every week so you can still have the four-way test or if you do um, Grace or Toast to the Queen or National Anthem you actually can still do um, traditional elements or you can use this as an opportunity to um, decide that maybe that's not something you want to continue. Like I said we talk about birthdays, we have jokes um, and there's a whole host of content that we would normally put in a traditional meeting. Um, it doesn't have to be this long either. Um, for context, to get through the meeting, it takes about um, forty-five minutes um, to an hour, um, which is similar to what you would do um, in a in a normal rotary meeting. Um, this is our pre-recorded guest speaker. If I was to hit play, um, it'll show as it will show a Zoom meeting because they recorded on Zoom.
0: Hey, buddy. Fifty-nine years ago this oh. month, President.
1: That's, oh, I went too early. That, oh no, I'm getting confused. Oh, that's a message about happy birthday to the Peace Corps. Sorry, our guest presentation, I know that it was here. Oh, now I've made it confusing. This week's program, there we go. Let's do that. That's taking too long to load. That's okay. Moral of the story is there are a lot of videos that are embedded in here and one of them is... Um, our presentation from this week. Um, The presentation um, for this week has actually been focusing on um, what again similarly what um, Rotarians can do in terms of engaging remotely. Um, So there's another good resource that you can use. The other consideration is Um, instead of actually trying to create this content every week, um, or content like this every week, um, you can jump online to an e-club like um, the Rotary e-club of Silicon Valley and just follow their content. What they have at the bottom, um, is portal. Uh, there we go. Uh, oh, There we go. When clubs can't meet, where to find your Rotary inspiration. Um, So this is the video from their meeting that they held last week. And then at the bottom, um, you've got the opportunity to actually log in and write comments. So they've had 47 comments so far. Great and timely meeting. I think it'll go viral in our district. Great program. Happy birthday, Kelly. Um, So there's ways that people can view this in their own time, but still collaborate. Um, The reason that Silicon Valley uses this is we're a global e-club so our members do come from all over the world and by having it in this format we don't all have to meet at the same time and the same place um, it means that we can uh, jump and look at it when is relevant to us um, so it's an effective format um, it's a way to leverage existing content um, it does take a little bit of work to develop this type of content so it's probably not the first option that you're going to look at but it's something that you could look at down the the track, um, particularly if there is content that you want to continue to share as well. Now, the last thing that I wanted to show in regards to different platform types um, is Microsoft Teams. So some of you might have used Microsoft Teams, either through other um, nonprofit organizations or for those who are working, this is becoming a big thing that's being rolled out in corporates at the moment. Um, It's basically a Microsoft application, similar to Word or PowerPoint. Um, And what it is, is, um, so we've decided that as a new Rotary Club, we're not actually going to hold meetings at all. What we're going to do is we have these channels and each channel is a different topic that allows people to get involved in what they want to get involved in. So we've got some social elements like um, our board game buddies. We've got a book club that we run. Um, we've got people who are interested in disaster relief, environmental sustainability. We have a finance group so that we can manage our club finances. We have the foundation and, and polio now. And basically you can... if um, you can build this out so that it's not difficult to do. It looks more complicated than it is. Um, but you can build this out so that all of these different topics can be anything that is relevant to your club. So you might be doing a project at the moment. Um, you might have a really big focus on Nepal. So one of these channels might actually be called Nepal. Um, you also might have some people, um, who happen to be, um, you know, They like to bushwalk um, and, you know, at the moment we're not in lockdown, we can still go outside. Um, So, yeah, we have a a bushwalking group as well. Um, But, yeah, essentially the advantage of a system like this is that people can connect in just with the content that they're interested in um, rather than having to receive all content um, at once you can also have private channels as well so we have a practice this has a little padlock so we have a private channel just for the president and vice president just so that we can discuss um, you know what 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 our next steps are at the moment um, you know and rather than you know everyone having access to all of our conversations as well so it's a it's a very different platform but it's not actually um, that hard Um, Each channel, um, so if we went to governance, for example, um, you can see that, um, you know, oh, we're talking about comparing our constitution with the Rotary International um, Constitution that we've been provided that um, has New South Wales Fair Trading. Um, I've then been able to comment and talk, like, about um, how that comparison of the constitution went, it's all very exciting stuff, naturally. Um, but essentially, you can see how it starts to work. Similar to Facebook, you can like things, you can add emoticons, etc. Um, so it's a good way to continue to interact and it's just ongoing. So it's, in the, I guess, in a way where your rotary meeting is just for one, um, you know, an hour a week. These sorts of platforms are active 24-7, um, which enables people to just, you know, continue that connection as well. So there are a few examples of different platforms. Um, I now wanted to delve into how do we actually use them. So how do we connect socially? And we know that social connection is probably going to be one of the biggest things for us um, during this time. Um, So in talking about social connection, how do we maintain social engagement um, when we just want to focus on that social element? Um, A lot of talk's been happening at the moment about phone call trees. Um, So how do we have people within our Rotary Clubs, whether it's your board, whether it's an exec, whether it's a particular task force um, who are responsible just for phone calling each of the members, you know, whether it's each week, whether it's every fortnight, whatever it looks like, whether it's at the time that your normal meeting is, just to give them a call and make sure that they're okay. Um, One of the things that we do using Zoom um, is what we call happy hour, Um, so happy hour is literally where we'll decide um, on a particular day we're all going to dial in at this time And all we do is have a social catch up. So um, sometimes it's good to have prompting questions. You know, it might be, what's the highlight been for this week? You might have people write in the chat as a starting point. And then if someone's got something particularly interesting, you could get them to share that story. Um, With Happy Hour, we absolutely have had a case where we've all had, you know, glass of wine or beer or whatever it is that we want and so we're enjoying that remotely um, while we're actually engaging as well Um, you should also be able to use whatsapp so I spoke about whatsapp before so zoom and whatsapp should function similarly in that in that respect Um, but in that case I would absolutely put videos on so unlike tonight where we've said everyone shut your video down put your video on see each other say hi um, and yeah connect in that sense Another program that we have, which is incredibly popular, is called Coffee with a Rotarian. Coffee with a Rotarian um, is, instead of a group catch-up, it's a one-on-one catch-up. Um, so generally, we'll have um, one person in our club is responsible for matching everyone up, and so if I got paired with Caro, Caro and I would have to organize, whether it we do it per month, but you could do it for whatever interval you feel is possible um, or uh, reasonable. Um, so Carol and I would just have to go, all right, this month, this is when we'll catch up. I'll have my coffee, Carol will have his coffee, and we just have a one-on-one catch-up. One of the things that's really nice about coffee with a Rotarian um, is that you actually have that one-on-one element, um, sometimes with members that you haven't necessarily had that opportunity before. Um, I know that uh, when I was... There are a number of Rotarians that I've known for for years and years, and you sit next to them at a meeting, um, and it's not until years later um, that you know you get to have a bit more of a deeper conversation than what you've been up to this week, how's the weather, um, oh this this meal's a little bit average, like all of those really surface level things. Um, Coffee with a Rotarian actually, you know, gives you the opportunity to have a proper have a proper chat Um, and I've learned some amazing things from Rotarians who have had really interesting career backgrounds um, or have got really interesting plans for the future. Um, Clubs that are traditional clubs have also said it's a really good way, um, you know, if they've got members who are sick or who aren't well enough to attend a meeting, um, they can actually, um, you know, have a way of including them as well. Now, another way to maintain social connection is through a weekly check-in post or email. So it could be as simple as sending an email to all of your members. Um, You'll know whether your members like email or hate email. So I'll leave that one in your hands. Um, But you could just send an email to say, how's everyone going this week? And they can either respond all or just respond to you. Um, What we have done is we have done this on Facebook. um, And I'll just try to find one of our previous ones. that's still our campaign um but we generally do um there was a point when we were doing a weekly check-in and we just called it highlight of the week and so we'd say we'd love you to post a video or share an update um from the week that's been it's a great way for us to connect for us for our members around the world um we welcomed a couple of new people to our group that day um who weren't necessarily they weren't necessarily looking to um you know, join our club, they just wanted to kind of see what's going on because it's been so different. Um, so yeah, I posted and said, I went, you know, op shopping with my mum, here's a photo. Um, one of, you know, another friend said, you know, it was Valentine's Day and she saw a funny sign. Um, and so it's our way, photos do have a lot to, to provide visually. So yeah, another friend went to an art shop, um, one of our, sorry, an art workshop, Um, one of our other um, members is really talented and actually does her own, um, markets, which is cool. Um, so yeah, and it can be, if they don't have a photo, that's fine too, but it's a good opportunity to say, you know what? Oh, I got a new job or I, um, you know, we've had a niece that's been born or we've had this really tough time at the moment. Um, it's a good way to just connect. It is a really great way to connect on, on a personal level. Now, the last thing that I wanted to talk about in regards to social connection is a little bit out of the box, but I still think it's um, a really good thing to flag. So if you haven't heard of Rotary Fellowships before, um, Rotary Fellowships are global groups that meet together on um, particular topics of social interest. So here's the list. If you Google Rotary Fellowships, this will all come up, but you honestly have everything from military veterans to bird watching. There's a PDG group, um, public health, which is particularly interesting at the moment, Um, but you've got magicians, cycling. Like there's honestly everything you can think of. I'm a member of two of these fellowships. One is the surfing fellowship, um, which which have done some really great events and it's a great way to stay connected with people who are participating in service through surfing. And the other one that I am a member of is the pinheads, rotary on pins. So I really like not just rotary pins, I connect pins in general. Um, But yeah, you can click through all of these and it'll go to their website. So if we click on the surfing one as an example, The surfing fellowship comes up and it tells you all about what um, Rotarians who are interested in surfing are doing around the world at the moment. So um, I know that they've been holding some disability surfing workshops, for example. Um, But yeah, like I said, members around the world and a good way to just kind of expand um, your perspective on how to connect with people um, differently as well so moving on from social connections and into projects so what projects can we do Um, so again starting with really simple things the Australian Red Cross has done a specific call out for blood donations at the moment Um, they I appreciate that might not be possible for everyone particularly um, you know for those who are concerned or classified as vulnerable Um, but they highlighted that there were lots of donations with the Australian bushfires and now um, the people who donated blood then it has been long enough for them to donate blood again so that's just a simple thing if you wanted to share um, with your with your members that's something that they can do to help and it's not just about sharing with your members it's actually sharing with the broader community as well so if you have a facebook page or you have a newsletter or you have a um uh you know an email list or, or something you can set you can just share broadly that you know if the australian red cross needs blood donations right now um it doesn't have to be something that all of your members are going to do Now, social isolation is going to be a big one as well. Um, Obviously, some of the strategies we've just spoken about in regards to connecting um, socially um, can be implemented beyond your club as well um, while you want to keep your club active maybe there's an opportunity for you to have a day where people you know they get on with their families or you teach them how to use zoom so that they can you know connect with their families better um, or you know perhaps it's uh, connecting in and seeing that um whether it's aged care homes whether it's um you know people who, there's probably uni students that have moved recently and um, are currently in another state and don't necessarily have family around them. So like that's an example as well. Um, But yeah, essentially the social isolation piece is going to be a big one Um, and we don't have all the answers there in regards to projects, but Rotarians are experts at projects. So there's a good opportunity to have a look at how do we start to address some of the issues we're going to see. Now, social campaigns is one is an easy um, thing to do remotely as well. Um, the one that I was showing you before, um, which was around International Women's Day. So what we did, we asked everyone to actually, we said we wanted to promote International Women's Day. And so we said, all right, well, can our members take a photo of them um, while they're taking, um, while they're in this pose? Um, and then I won't go to our... Um, Uh, yeah, I won't go to our Facebook page now because I don't want to mess it up. But if you were to go to our Rotary Social Impact Network Facebook page, we do have a post where we've got about six or seven people who have... um, done the pose um, and then we've, that was our way of promoting International Women's Day so it's creating awareness um, and it does obviously it doesn't have to be International Women's Day a really good way to do it is the UN um, actually has a list of days Rotary has a list of days and months so you'll have um, you know there's the International Day for um, literacy and education um, you know peace and conflict harmony days coming up as well um, so you can Google other sites that can tell you what days are coming up a lot of them will have their own campaigns and all you're doing is actually replicating what they're already asking you to do rather than having to create your own thing. Um, Now in regards to non geographical projects, um, non geographical projects means projects that are not geographically bound. So a lot of our Rotary Clubs are in the same community and a lot of these things can be done within your local community but it's also looking at um, how do we do things now that we can't come face-to-face one of the things that's come up, obviously there's a shortage of toilet paper and there's a shortage of female um, feminine hygiene products. So a discussion that's been going on at the moment with days for girls is do we actually need to, um, potentially start creating some, um, you know, reusable pads that we would normally send in kits over to developing countries. Do we actually need to create some of these packs, um, to be used in Australia as well, particularly for those who, um, you know, are in lower socioeconomic, um, situations or haven't hoarded. <laughs> um, so days for girls is an opportunity in that front. Um, And in terms of being non-geographical, this is where you can use Zoom, where, um, you know, someone can show you how to make the... Um, make the pads. There are instructions that are also online. Be it for Danes for girls, or just if you were to Google reusable fabric pad. Um, so then you know you've got the opportunity to corral not just Rotarians within your club, but maybe those Rotarians within your district or even Australia um, who are interested in doing something like this, and you can come together um, to, to do that. Um, the Op Shop Hop was a project that we did for the uh, bushfires. Um, the op shop hop was where essentially um, most groups were saying that they didn't want product um, donated to them. They wanted cash donated to them. Um, as uh, younger uh, people, uh, we didn't, A, we didn't have a lot of just disposable um, income or the ability to fundraise um, in a way that was would be as effective as what we would have liked, um, but uh, a number of the, shops be it St Vinnie's, Australian Red Cross etc said if you donate your clothes to us we can sell it to make cash that can then go into our bushfire projects so we encouraged all of our members to do a summer uh, spring clean um, and clean out their clothes we had 80 bags of clothes that were donated across um, the month of February um, and obviously then uh, that was then revenue that could be generated for the projects, for people who are experts in disaster relief, essentially. Um, Rotary Action Groups is another option as well. Um, So this is similar to Rotary Fellowships, except that Rotary Action Groups are centred around a cause. Now I'm just going to try and bring... I'm just
0: having my Zoom. That's all right. Oh. My zoom's in the way. Give me a sec. There oh,
1: no. There we go. So Rotary action groups. So Rotary action groups are similarly groups of Rotarians who are centered around um, a cause. So fellowships are social, action groups are cause. So there's a whole host of um, different causes here that people around the world in Rotary are particularly interested in, be it domestic violence, slavery, diabetes, mental health is a huge one as well, water and sanitation. Um, So there are ways to really help our members um, connect with groups of other Rotarians who are passionate about the same things that they're passionate about as well during this time. Um, And yeah, if you're particularly inspired because you know of a cause that's not listed there, you can look at starting a new action group. Um, But yeah, there's a whole host of different things um, that can be, Uh, explored on that front as well. Um, One of the really active Rotary Action Groups is ESRAG, which is the Environmental Sustainability Rotary Action Group. Um, They have a whole list of um, projects that they do in the space of environmental sustainability. Um, So Rotarians for Bees, how to do plant-based meals, um, ocean cleanups, um, and they also have a whole host of resources around how to run an environmentally sustainable project. So that's one example. Obviously there's about 20 or 30 that are listed there Um, but again good ways to be inspired um, and connect with people who are interested in um, you know similar causes as well. Now the other thing I would say is partners Um, local councils are trying to do a lot in this space particularly for the vulnerable in their community Um, be it continuing meals on wheels services trying to ensure that mental health services are maintained as well Um, so if you're not already connected with um, you know your local council or your local member um, you know there's a good opportunity at least reach out if they don't respond because they've got everything under control then that's awesome Um, but I can assure you that um, yeah there's lots of groups that are looking for support at the moment and if Rotary can help to fill um, those uh, holes then that's obviously really helpful. And then the last one which I think is a really really valuable one and probably underrated Is working on your own club so making a project to work on your own club now what do I mean by this often we talk about um, you know wanting to put in um, you know strategic plans or wanting to create um, you know membership plans or wanting to create marketing campaigns for our club or wanting to make improvements now that we have a forced pause on some of our operations there's a really good opportunity to build a really strong and um, healthy club so that when we are able to meet face to face again we've actually kind of got all of our um, you know backdoor operations um, humming really well so obviously some of you will be coming from really strong rotary clubs that are growing um, really well um, others might be struggling right now, and this is a good opportunity for you to actually come together and say, all right, well, given we can't do some of the projects in the community that we want, we can work on ourselves. Now, the reason that I feel like this is particularly valuable, um, there was a PR campaign that was conducted by a competing community service organization. Um, Around, uh, let's say three or four years ago, um, there were um, lots of public, Banners, new train stations, billboards, etc. And lots of people at this time were saying, all right, well, if Lions is running this PR campaign, why can't Rotary do the same? Um, And the thing was um, that Rotary doesn't have a recruitment issue, it has a retention issue. So Lions got lots of new people coming to their um, Rotary, uh, sorry, coming to their Lions meetings. But when they came, they found that it was actually, you know, the same uh, traditional Lions um, clubs that. They previously been exposed to um, so what was advertised wasn't actually what they received um, so this is a really good opportunity to similarly um, you know clean um, you know bring together um, you know and create a stronger club internally so then you can attract more people into the organization I think what we'll see as well is there are going to be a lot of people who want to help a lot um, and This is going to be an opportunity for us to actually, for Rotary to serve as a channel to bring those people in the community who want to help um, into into our projects and that um, as well. So uh, while people may be concerned at the moment about us losing membership, I actually think this is a really. um, There's a significant potential for us to actually gain a lot of membership out of this as well now how do you work on your own club um, some of you might have already had some training others might have had your training called off for now others might be having remote training coming up um, but there is a strategic planning guide um, that's online there is actually um, Rotary International has um, a an action plan um, so if you go to the strategic planning guide it'll talk about how you can actually develop a strategy for your club which is really cool um, And it actually guides you through everything around um, how to look at how your club's going now, what's a vision, how to make a plan, etc. And there's a whole host of things that you can do on your club. So if you're worried about um, not being able to do as much in your community as you want to do, there's heaps that you can do in terms of giving your club a really solid Um, base and foundation as well so it's just a nice little workbook um, and there's lots of um, additional information on on how to do that as well so all those things that you haven't had time for in the past uh, we now have time for which is really uh, like I said a good opportunity now heading into um, kind of the back half of things remote project management Um, I can appreciate that if you haven't run a project remotely as well before you might think that um, you know it's either really challenging to do or it's really hard or it's not possible or how do you do things when you're not face-to-face. Um, the three groups that I've got listed here so Ryla Oceania, um, the Rotary International Strategic Planning Committee and Rotaract Australia are all groups that I've worked in where I've had to work remotely. Um, with Rotaract when I was chair of Rotaract Australia all of our board members came from different cities around Australia. We'd meet monthly online um, you know, to, to track our progress, talk about the other things that we wanted to do. Our Australian Road Act Conference, which is ARC, used to get organized completely online as well because we had organizing committees from all over um, Australia as well. Um, I am part of the RI Strategic Planning Committee and we're all going to meet. We were supposed to go to Chicago. We're not going to Chicago anymore. We're all dialing into um, a zoom meeting in a couple of weeks time. Um, and Ryla Oceania, which I talked about before, we organized a whole Ryla program, um, with never meeting in person. So it was really cool when we actually did meet in person, um, to be like, Oh, cool. It's finally nice to see you in the flesh. Um, so yeah, these, there are a number of initiatives that have been doing remote project management for a long time. Um, These are a couple of examples that I've had experience with, but there are lots out there. So my point is that there's lots of people who can help on the project management front as well. Now, how can we learn? So one of the things we like about guest speakers is learning something new, perhaps learning a new skill. Um, So in terms of our leadership development during this time, the first thing I'd suggest to do is connect with other Rotaractors and Rotarians. So whether it's getting Rotaractors or those digitally savvy Rotarians to help you with technology, um, that's a skill building exercise in itself. Um, You know, developing PR campaigns and, you know, developing a website or things for your club. And on the flip side, mentoring, So having Rotarians mentor Rotaractors during this time as well, um, you know, there's an opportunity if, you know, depending on what your, um, you know, professional background um, is or was to connect in with Rotaractors who are also looking to pursue similar fields. one of the things that I feel about Rotarians is that they completely undervalue themselves um, and don't appreciate how much value they have to offer. Um, so as a younger person, I really encourage you to identify um, you know, what it is you're good at and what the experience that you have and tell people about it so that they can learn from you as well. Um, we've also got the Rotary Learning Centre. So uh, the... Learning Center is this one. Um, so online, there's actually a whole heap of courses on the Rotary Learning Center as well. So if professional development's something that you're particularly passionate about, oh, it's logged me out. Um, there is an online platform that essentially enables you to look at um, a whole host of videos that have been recorded, um, things like building a diverse club, um, how to you know run meetings. Um, we'll see if it jumps back up, but that's okay. We can provide a link to the learning center so that you can continue your professional development. One of the things that we do is book clubs. Um, So whether we read, you know, someone's biography or, you know, you could even do this as a social thing as well. If you all agree to read the same book and then jump on zoom, to discuss it, or if you don't want to use zoom, you know, even just share an email or a Facebook post and, you know, ask everyone what they thought about it. Um, and then Ted talks is the other thing as well. So in the absence of guest speakers, we have this beautiful thing called Ted, um, which has topics on everything that you can imagine. This is just, um, things that are more recent. Um, so, Uh, everything from my philosophy for a happy life to why people believe they can't draw, why you should quit social media perhaps it's not the time to uh, to watch that one, fighting for disability rights, um, how to be more mindful, Um, there are thousands of TED talks um, from high-profile people as well, Interestingly enough, Bill Gates did a TED talk five years ago that talks about how we are not ready for the next health epidemic, which is very interesting watching. Um, so yeah, jump to TED. Now, lastly, how do we stay inspired? So TED and a whole host of those platforms can really do um, a lot of that work for us. Um, but there's things like, you know, Hearing a little bit more about our members, I heard at President's Training last Saturday that one of our clubs in our district gets three people, when they do have a face-to-face meeting, and again, there's no reason why this can't be done in Zoom, they get three people um, to tell them, like, to sit in a hot seat, and they get asked things about what was their career like, um, you know, what were their career paths, what are the what were their highlights, what's the biggest things they learned, so they actually interview their members, and they find that their members are really interesting people, which is not at all surprising. Um, similarly looking towards other clubs as well. So we don't live in a bubble. Um, yes, we want to maintain our existing clubs, but we're also not bound by those clubs. So how do we connect with the clubs around us, um, to see what it is that they're doing? What are their members like? Maybe you are guest speakers for each other. Um, you know, during this period. Um, or if you want, whether it's people like myself or the people that Cara have had speak on um, membership voice before, I'm sure a lot of people will be happy to do that too. We've had a lot of districts who've just had to cancel their um, their conferences. So let's look at how do we get the agendas from those um, conferences and get some of those people who are supposed to speak to still speak through a video recording. Um, and it, Rotary International has so much content online as well. If you go to the Rotary International website, um, there is so much there that um, has been inspiring stories, um, you know, things that, projects that people are doing, how people are getting through adversity. There's a blog that talks about how people create innovative clubs, how they do water and sanitation projects, absolutely everything. So, so much within our own network, outside of our own network, um, there's a whole host of, um, small community initiatives that are popping up at the moment, like, um, swapping supermarket supplies because a lot of supermarkets, are um, have run out of product. Um, there's also, uh, I saw this, the be kindness, pan- sorry, the kindness pandemic, um, which was all around, it's done by, um, a an aged uh, care group. So it's looking at intergenerational kindness. So how can we be kind to each other across generations? They have a Facebook page. If you search the kindness pandemic, um, they're trying to create, you know, small acts of kindness on an ongoing basis. Um, and I also just wanted to quickly touch on, you know, some of the leaders that we've had in the past. Um, there's a whole host of quotes, actually historical quotes. So if you're interested in history, um, so yeah, uh, this gentleman spoke at the Rotary Convention back in 1921, so nearly a hundred years ago now. Rotary's strength lies in the sincerity of purpose of its members. So what's the purpose that um, our members are here for? And then Paul Harris, perhaps dreaming is not so bad if one dreams good dreams and makes them come true. So I think this is a great time to have a have a strong vision um, and, you know, look at how we action that. Now in regards to next steps, There's some key points that I think are relevant in regards to next steps. So I mentioned establish your why, um, define where you want to get to. So if it's holding the fort, that's totally fine. Just work out what the best way is to stay connected. If it's developing a new project, work out what that project is and how to build it from there. Once you understand where you are now and where you want to get to, you can create a strategy, which then you can start to implement specific actions in and around that and ongoing revision is really important because sometimes you'll find that you'll test something. So maybe you'll test having a Facebook group, but people aren't using it, so you move to Zoom instead, or whatever that looks like. So the ongoing revision part's really important. Now, an example of next steps for a club. Firstly, I'd recommend firstly, just connect with your neighbouring clubs in your districts. You don't have to do this in isolation. Perhaps you all work together. Um, you know, I know that we've got. Um, you know three clubs in the middle of Sydney for example maybe there's an opportunity for all of the Sydney City clubs to actually you know work together on their remote engagement rather than trying to duplicate it or triplicate it um, a couple of times nominate a couple of digital champions so who are the people in your club that are best placed to be able to execute on these initiatives Um, because they're the ones who are going to be able to set this sort of stuff up and bring everyone on the journey I'd recommend creating a Facebook group. It's just probably one of the easiest things that you can do right now, particularly if, um, if all of your members are on Facebook. Um, you know, if you if you know that your members aren't, then obviously don't look at, at doing that. Um, but it's a, good, it's a really good place to start and have these conversations. You might then decide that you want to look at other e-clubs. Every e-club's different. Some e-clubs dial in at the same time every week. Other e-clubs have a blog, like the Rotary e-club of Silicon Valley. Our new club doesn't have meetings at all. So see what other people are doing. See how it works so then you can look at implementing it in your own club. Then work out what the best platform will be and the best structure for you. Build out your content and then help each other. So have your early adopters help the majority to then help the laggards and ultimately be people of action. So where can you learn more? Um, So there's a couple of things I've put in here. I mentioned that there's a how to use Zoom in your Rotary Club training session tomorrow. Um, It's on at 7 a.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Time, I believe. It's being held around the globe. Um, This is a hyperlink to that meeting, so I can get that circulated pretty quickly. Um, If there's specific training that you want, so if any of these things are interesting and you want to explore it further let us know and we can create either further zoom meetings or even look at smaller group training as well to help you set stuff up visit the rotary learning center have a look at the strategic plan site and connect with other rotary clubs and districts to share best practice some people um i know that some districts are implementing their they've got disaster um disaster plans that they need to activate at the moment Um, so you know they're kind of knee-deep in that um, and they've got some really good tools to share as well. The very final things I wanted to share before we jump into questions um, is kind of re-grounding us back to why we're here and what's next. Every problem is an opportunity in disguise. Um, As I mentioned the heart of Rotary is community service and we need community no more than now. Um, If you wanna go fast, go alone. If you wanna go far, go together. Um, And that's all really about let's work together here while we're all in a reactive space, there's an opportunity for us to still collaborate and support each other so that we can all get through this challenging time. And then I wanna just bring us back to my first point, which we reflected on, which was never doubt that a small group of thoughtful, committed citizens can change the world. Indeed, it is the only thing that ever has. And then here's my contact details. Um, so if you want to connect with me on Facebook, friend me now. Um, if you want to send me an email, please do so. Facebook's where I reply quicker, just FYI. Um, but if you prefer email, that's okay. I just might not get to it straight away. Um, if it's if it's particularly urgent, we can look at, um, you know, Zoom meetings and the like as well. Um, But I'm very happy to help people, um, really want to ensure that all of our clubs feel supported um, and that they can continue to move forward um, in this time as well. So with that, um, I'll hand back over to Kero. I see that the chat's been quite active while I've been talking. um, So hopefully we can now delve into some relevant elements for you. Over to you, Kero.
0: Thank you, Rebecca. That's great. I do have a number of questions that I've uh, that I've drawn from the uh, from the chat. So let's let's jump into those. Yeah. Uh, one I think that uh, was on a number of people's minds from Liz. Can we have a copy of the PowerPoint?
1: <laughs> yes, I'm happy. Normally I protect my PowerPoints and I don't mean that in a professional way, but normally it's if I if they're things that I keynote on, um, normally I'll say I'll provide resources but not the PowerPoint specifically because I don't like people copywriting my work. Um, but this is a completely different situation and I'm very happy for everyone to take it, copyright it, share it, do whatever you can with it. Um, go, go, go.
0: <laughs> Super, fantastic. Thanks, Beck. Um, now, an early question from Adele, and I just want to make sure that I've got the context correct here. Adele wrote, what is the difference to a group in Messenger? I believe it was talking about a Facebook group, contrasting yeah. a Facebook group to a group in Messenger.
1: All right, let me, oh, to a group in Messenger. Oh, yeah, that's easy. That's okay. That, that's a good, do you want to, can Adele confirm that that's the question? She That, that is the question? Is that right? We'll take that as a yes for now.
0: Yes, take it as a yes. All right.
1: Thing. So, a group in Messenger.
0: No, no, sorry. It's come through uh, WhatsApp. The, the, the was a comparison between WhatsApp and Messenger.
1: Uh, the short answer is none. So, if all the only difference is that with WhatsApp, um, all you need is a mobile phone number. With Facebook Mess oh, Messenger on your phone or Facebook Messenger. Sorry.
0: Um. It says in Messenger, so I'll take that as Facebook Messenger.
1: Okay, so Facebook Messenger, you generally need to have a Facebook account. WhatsApp, you just need a phone number. So everyone who has a mobile phone number can access WhatsApp um, without needing to access Facebook, whereas to access Facebook Messenger, you need to have a Facebook
0: account. Okay, now we have another question here. Um, Trevor would like to know more about Zoom. So I think that... uh, perhaps we could take that as a vote for a, a separate zoom session but uh, maybe we could we could share the link to tomorrow morning's uh, zoom presentation so that trevor might be able to uh, either catch that live or or watch the recording
1: i've just a copy in the chat
0: yeah, well, let's put it in. Let's put it in the in the Facebook group as well, because the chat's going to be a little bit ephemeral, um, yeah, whereas the, the Facebook uh, event, I mean, is uh, yeah, is more enduring. Sure. That's a good point. Let me do that now.
1: Do you want a membership voice or in the event?
0: Perhaps, perhaps put it in the event. Yeah. I think I think I'll share it more widely on the membership voice a little later. But yeah. I think in the event at this stage, while you're doing that, I might put the next one to you from Rotary nine five six
1: zero.
0: Comment: Recently used Zoom for a binodal conference. In other words, as I understand it, two rooms full of people talking to one another. So you had two two sort of face-to-face events, uh, meetings connecting. Successful, but is there a better option for uh, one group to talk to another group?
1: Uh, When you say one group to talk to another group...
0: Well, it says by... I'll read that again. Recently, you zoomed for a binodal conference between two groups in different centres.
1: I mean that two groups of people were... In two different rooms?
0: Yep, that's my understanding. Yes.
1: Yeah, uh, in that case, what have I used for that in the past? Hmm. I think really what I've used is not use the video option because um, the video. Oh, actually, no, the only way that I've done it in groups like that is to actually have much more sophisticated software, um, as in we've done mm. a corporate organisation where we've had what's called Global Connect mm. and you will see each other and the like. What I would instead recommend in those situations is, is not to have the video, just to do audio. Um, and then that way you can, whether it's putting you know, someone's laptop or phone or whatever it is on speaker, you should put yourself on mute when the others aren't talking. Um, And if you want to share slides, um, you know, have a host of the meeting um, and then try to have a monitor that you can connect a laptop into or even a TV screen so that everyone can see the presentation at the same time. Um, But in terms of just a platform that solves that for you, not that I'm aware of other than expensive, sophisticated
0: I might just add something to that because we have done a bit of work on this. Um, where you have two, for example, two meetings connected by, a, by video, you've actually got a, a real complicating factor because um, the, you can have a whole lot of uh, nonverbal communication happening between those groups. So if yeah. there's a discussion going between two groups, it does mean that um, you'll have different levels of interaction between the participants and that's possibly why it didn't work brilliantly. Um, And the other thing is, if you're doing a Zoom presentation um, to a, a live presentation and you're also doing it on Zoom, be aware that that's a very complex thing to do. And what usually happens is that, especially for people who haven't done much on Zoom, They'll focus on the live audience, and their Zoom audience. Uh, the Zoom audience will suffer. So it's a good idea um, not to mix the two unless you've got someone who's very, very experienced in doing it. Uh, a comment Coming back to this, a comment from Les. Mailchimp is a great resource. And he observes as is human. Humanitix for events.
1: Yes, yes, that is fair. Um, so yeah, Humanitix for people who don't know um, is a non-profit or social enterprise um, event platform. I think Humanitix probably even uses Mailchimp themselves. Um, uh, but yeah, the um, it's a it's a great it is a great platform. It's relatively easy to use once you get the hang of it. Um, and yeah, happy to, if people need help on MailChimp, we can do MailChimp training, um, but it's, it's great.
0: Yeah, I was, gonna, I was going to suggest that we might discuss perhaps doing some focused webinars on some of these things where there might yeah. be gaps, but obviously there's a lot of stuff out there that yeah. we might be able to use. Um, Adele posed a question regarding the, the meeting blog. Um, how long would this type of meeting take to set up?
1: Oh, that's a good question. Um, the way that Silicon Valley does it, I can probably get into it. Um, I think the, the, in terms of how long it takes to set up is how long's a piece of string, you know, how much do you actually want to include? Is it as simple as president's message, a guest speaker and having the comment section? If, if so, that's pretty simple. You just got to record a video. We upload ours to YouTube. Um, so there is a YouTube Rotary Eco Silicon Valley account. Um, and if you were to get on there, all of our past, um, there are 254 videos. There you go. You want some inspiration? <laughs> 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 um, so yeah, meeting programs from, you know, previous years, going back years and years and years now. Um, but yeah, so everything everything is on there. So if you want to keep your meeting as simple as, um, there we go, this is last week's meeting, uh, this week's meeting. If you want to keep things as simple as a message from the president, um, recording your meeting and then, you know, having the comments, super, super easy. Um, in that respect, it, it would only take, oh, honestly, like, 15 minutes to half an hour to do, um, Silicon Valley's takes a lot more time cause you can see it's a lot more comprehensive. Um, if I, I should have, uh, let me, let me try and find it very quickly. This isn't to scare people though. It's a, it is, cause it is a little bit scary. Uh, it's all right. It's not going to come out easy. They basically have an Excel document that tracks all of the content for each of their meetings. So we've got, for example, one person that's responsible every week for the jokes. It's Avon. Where's Avon? Here we go. Lady of laughter with Avon. So Avon will put all of the jokes like into an Excel document. And then they've got one person who then pulls all of the content together. So Yvonne will say, these are what the jokes are. Um, we've got a Rotarian who shares a photo every, um, every week. So he'll upload his photo. So that's, um, Keith. So Keith will say, this is the photo. So then you need one person who's going to collate all of that stuff. This takes them a long time because there's a lot of stuff there. To be honest, I don't, think it needs to be this, um, this comprehensive. I think it's a good way to, to provide a lot of variety, um, and a good way for people to have ownership over a different topic as well. Like it's great. Avon gets to do the jokes every week and that's something for her to do with our club. Um, but it doesn't need to be this, this comprehensive. You could easily do, like I said, president's message. If you normally do birthdays in your newsletters, you could do that, have some jokes, um, you know, and then, yeah, everything else. We've still got happy dollars. Um, so I should have mentioned that actually. So in the same way people do either happy dollars or a sergeant session um at their normal rotary club, our site actually has a built-in donation platform. <laughs> um, so you can still do your um sergeant sessions or happy dollars online. Um again, a little bit more complicated but possible. Um so yeah, it's how mu- how detailed do you want to make your meeting um and how simple do you want to make it if you're holding the fort keep it simple if you actually want to look at this longer term um, then you can start to look at a building it out and I can connect you with the guys who run this site each week
0: thank you the next question from Aaron how do you use teams with external people I thought it was only for a single organization
1: ah great question so um, if you, so for big corporates, generally big corporates have their own license. And yes, you're right. If, um, so I, yeah, previously worked for Johnson & Johnson. We had teams, only people from a Johnson Johnson with our Johnson Johnson email um, could access our team site. That's part of J&J's license in having a paid team service. This team service is free. Um, and the way that we protect it is that if I go to, so Rotary Social Impact Network, add a member, I can put anyone's email in here whatsoever because ours is ours is a free site. It doesn't have, um, yeah, the security that a corporate does in saying only people with our email can join. Um, so you can have, you can have anyone in there, um, which is really, which is really cool. Um, corporates pay to only have corporates in their site. Um, and in clarifying, it doesn't mean that anyone can access this. They still have to be invited. It's just that obviously corporates are protecting Their company from someone within their company inviting someone outside their company into their company if that makes sense.
0: I think it does, I think it does. Um, A quick question about Silicon Valley, how many members does Silicon Valley have?
1: Um, Silicon Valley currently has about 40 to 50 members. Um, I think their ability to scale is a lot more significant than that. As you can see, our new Rotary Club has 250 potential members. Um, I would say that, um, they, um, to some extent, haven't really focused on an active membership campaign. They've just had people come to them. So the 50 people or 45 people that they've got have either been recommendation recommended or have found themselves there. Um, that sort of platform should be able to scale a lot more. They'll probably have a lot more after all of
0: this. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Thanks, Beck. Another question from Adele, uh, just to clarify, the coffee with a Rotarian, is that via Zoom or face-to-face?
1: Well, it can be either. We do ours via Zoom because we're all based all over the world. Um, The way that we do it, it's actually in our meeting. uh, coffee with a Rotarian. So yeah, here's two people. This is Raquel and, uh, Nan from California. Um, so they have logged into Zoom to have theirs together. Um, if you were practicing social distancing and it was approved, um, by your club, in theory, you could catch up, Face to face, we're not in full lockdown yet, so I'll leave those decisions up to you. Um, But in our club, um, it's all done via Zoom.
0: Fair enough, thanks, Big. A question from Kate: How much does it cost to have a premium account for Zoom? I'm assuming that that's uh, discussing a pro account. Um, I learned from my Rila Roshiano Zoom meetings that have a free account only provides a maximum of forty minutes. Uh,
1: the
0: question is, what is a pro like account? You know that answer more than I do. Yeah, well, I, I do know that there's a 20% discount on it, but I believe that, that cuts in. Um, that cuts in when you buy multiple accounts. I'm not sure the discount actually applies on one, but I'll tell you what, we'll check on that. We'll check on that because there is some fresh information about Zoom. And uh, we'll post that via the uh, via the membership voice Facebook page. So, so we'll get we'll get the uh the latest guff on that. A question from Paul uh, regarding zoom meetings Uh, how do you let everyone contribute do you pass the mic or chat
1: ah that's nice Um, so generally in the same way that you would have a chair of a face-to-face meeting I would have a chair of a zoom meeting and that person would know what the agenda is I'd circulate the agenda in advance so that your members have an understanding of when people can jump in Um, I think a really effective way is in the same way that Caro at the moment, like, so everyone's posting their questions in chat and then Caro's selecting questions so that we can ensure that everyone had a voice. Cause if we just had everyone's mics on, you can guarantee that, um, yeah, the more extroverted people would be the ones who would be taking up that space. Same as what happens every day. Um, so uh, yeah, I would recommend, questions and comments to go in the chat and then you as the host or the chair um, draw on people and what you can do so Kara, at the moment is repeating your questions to me Um, what you can do though is we could be saying um, to for you to actually unmute your mic and ask the question so um, we've kept this quite uh, tight given how many people are on the call. Um, but yeah, you could easily say, uh, you know, for example, um, you know, if someone had a comment, so Kate Edwards was talking about, you know, wanting a Zoom Pro account. Um, so yeah, we could say, you know, Kate, can you just clarify? And we could unmute her and Kate would, you know, go, yep, yeah, that's what I mean. This is what I'm looking for, or they can tell a story. Um, that's my particular advice. Kara. What, what's your perspective? Because you also have quite extensive Zoom experience.
0: Well, we use Zoom in a different way to, uh, to or we meet in a different way. Uh, my, my Rotary Club, which is Rotary Club of Western Australia, also known as EWA, uh, uses Zoom every Monday night. And one of the protocols we've brought in is to use the hand up uh, option, which is available uh, in your participants list. Uh, when we're when we're discussing something, we ask people to uh, uh, to, to flag at the chair if they want to say something by uh, putting their electronic hand up, and if uh, uh, and that in that way we uh, have a have a uh, a, a pretty well uh, pretty civilized sort of discussion. You don't have to use that, but it is an option and it's built into Zoom.
1: The other thing which I've just remembered. Um, So, yeah, I I 100% agree with the hand up function. There's also a couple of apps. um, So one's called Slido. Another one's called Mentimeter. um, And these are um, essentially apps that enable you to interact with your audience in a controlled way. Um, Examples would be, so we use this at work recently where we want to... all of our employees to do a survey on employee engagement we wanted it to be anonymous um, as you can imagine same thing imagine your rotary club wanting to do a survey on how rotary how your club is but you don't want everyone disclosing how they feel um, we did it through this app um, called slido um, i'm just trying to see if it'll let you do this there we go live poll let's see if it'll show it up Oh, it's gonna make me play a video. But basically, um people can can log in and you can see, let me just see, it shouldn't be long. Oh, a minute. That's all right. Live we'll polls are a great Um Basically you can log in and people can vote on everything and you see the results all come up in front of you um, without actually knowing who was attributed to each um each answer. Um so yeah, I could do a whole nother session on Slido and Mentimeter, but they're just other additive tools. Um the simple answer,
0: though, is the hand up tool. Yeah, you can use you can use the built in poll tool in uh, in Zoom. It's it's quite useful. We've come to the end of our list of questions. A whole lot of people have oh, said welcome. thank you. I would just want to add one thing. Rob Byrne has very kindly pointed out that uh, with the link that uh, uh, that the discount on Zoom is per oh. account. You don't need multiple accounts to get it, which is great news. Thanks, Rob. Uh, so we're going to get that, those details up on the Membership Voice page, um, or you can pick them up from Rob's link in the uh, in the chat. Uh, but at this stage, uh, it, uh, we don't seem to have any more questions. I think we've exhausted good ideas from both. Thanks to Rotary Rewards. No, no more questions there. So is there anything you wanted to say in closing?
1: I just want to say um, that... I guess I just want to wish everyone well, um, but not in a, in a goodbye, uh, kind of way in a, um, you know, let's, let's, we're all in this together. Um, so yeah, let's work together, um, and continue to work together and support each other. So it's, I guess it's not goodbye. Um, it's see you later. Um, in that we're finished tonight, but let's continue the dialogue, um, so that we can find the solutions that are going to work for all of you, during this time, Um, and thank you again for um, all of your dedication here tonight in uh, supporting uh, all of your clubs.
0: Right, and we'll put a link to the PowerPoint in the the event?
1: Yeah, we'll put it in the Facebook event, and then people can email it if they need to.
0: Fantastic, that's great. Well, on behalf of the the audience and membership, voice beck, uh, another fabulous presentation. Uh, bearing in mind that Beck put this together in about a day and a half, uh, having been uh, having previously presented on uh, on a similar topic, she's she's built more and done an absolutely brilliant job. A long presentation, but uh, a, a fairly crucial one at a, at a yeah, what I think is a fairly important time in in the history of Rotary. So, uh, thank you, Beck. And on that note, everyone, we'll uh, we'll say good night and. Uh, uh, be prepared for more from membership voiced and back um, on on related to, to these topics. So uh, good night, everyone. Thanks, Kerry. Good night, everyone.